0: and the multiple birth parents with children with disabilities.
1: And this week we have Tracy Corbin Matchett, OAM, CEO of Bus Stop Films.
2: This podcast contains truth, laughter, and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children.
0: Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right. This is a language warning. Oh shit.
2: Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate. Um, this week we've also got Kate, no letters after her name. Yeah, Mandy, zero letters after <laughs> her name. <laughs> it's a cold, rainy day in Melbourne, oh. but I am very excited to talk to yes. our amazing guests. Yes. Yes. Would you like to say hello and introduce yourself?
0: Oh, hello. Um, here is TCM OAM or Taco, <laughs> as my kids have been calling me. So cute. Um, and I'm coming in from a very sunny day in the Shire. Can you hear ah. my?
2: yeah i saw somewhere today they're like there's bushfire warnings and i'm like it's such a big country you know because it's pouring with rain we've got flooding in melbourne i mean
1: victoria and yeah and you've got beautiful sunshine Mm
2: -hmm. yep yeah enjoy it well we're going to start with our questions to find out all about you yes so our first question is do you have a song that you love or a band that you love or you listen to like in the good times or maybe in the bad times
0: um, well, I am, I was a little bit of a metal wench back in the day ah. in high school, um, love my glam rock and eyeliner. <laughs> um, <laughs> bit of guy I'm, liner. I love a bit of guy liner. Oof. Oh, I love it when my husband, like I see photos and he just have eyeliner and the kids are mm. embarrassed. No, so oh, oh, no, it's amazing. Yeah. Love it. Mm. Um, I have a bit of a collection cause I have like a song for me and a song for hubby and a song for all the kids. Oh. So, um,
2: yeah. Tell us. Um,
0: I'm uh, tiny dancer because I am little. I'm only five foot. Oh. Love that. It's from one of my favourite movies, Almost Famous. Yep. Elton John. It's yep. a great Bit song. Yeah, such a great song. in that scene where they're just singing along together on the on the bus. Have oh, you love seen it.
2: the person who thought it was Tony dancer?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Words, okay, I, I love I that. Probably that. was me in the beginning. <laughs> Bittersweet Symphony, the Verb, which oh. is hubby and I's song together. Oh. That is a really good song. i was that this song. afternoon.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. It's a beautiful this song. A um, Little Ray of Sunshine mm. for my firstborn Aurora, oh. which is the first ray of light of the dawn. I was say, oh, yeah. And. Um, don't want to miss a thing. Aerosmith, which is for my beautiful daughter Sage, um, which was really popular when she was born in two thousand and four, and she was a kid that was in and out of hospital. And I used to say to her, "Don't, I didn't want to fall asleep because what if something happened to her?" Yeah. Oh. Don't want to miss a thing. Um, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, great songs, great songs. And the only exception, Paramore, for my little son Zan, Um, because he was the only exception. I thought I was done with too <laughs> 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 Wrong, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Wrong, <laughs> so wrong, and then little third child pops pops up as to say good day, and I'm um, the final one. Flame cheese, cold chisel. Ah. I can't miss a bit of Barnsley. No, yeah. you can't. Oh, you got and great you taste. Belt that song out when yes.
1: it comes on. Yes. <laughs> mm. Now, obviously, you're an OAM, but did you win any awards in primary school
0: or high school? Or um, I. I pro- did. I win any awards? I think I won. Yeah, I'm such a dork. I won um, nothing for sport. Yep. Um, was always picked last in the team. Yeah, yeah, been there. Um, but I won um a community lots of community service awards. Oh, that's not dork.
2: That's been kind. Yes. Yeah.
0: Nice. yeah. I think I did get a certificate for bringing flowers for the classroom, um, which was really funny. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, it sort of set you up to be the person you are. It sounds like you've always had a heart for people.
0: Oh, I absolutely have. So, yeah, um, very much so. So are we going to well, talk about the OAM um, here
2: or are we going Oh, yeah, let's talk about so, the OAM And here.
0: what yeah. is the OAM for? So I got my OAM for services to people with disability and to the arts. Ah. Um, and when yeah. did you get that? I got that on the King's Birthday Honours this year. Oh, wow. It's new. Very nude, it's very shiny, um, and I was actually nominated by one of our students from Bus Stop Films, which oh. was just so lovely, so lovely, Ricky, who's a beautiful student from our Wollongong program, nominated
2: oh. me. Oh, oh, that's just so meaningful. So meaningful. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think you and Lee Sales are the only people I've ever met that um, yeah. have one. So <laughs> two
0: amazing women. Yes. <laughs> Loving in the, the, the comparison of lease sales, <laughs> I <there's> a- reckon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and our last and favorite question why are you a P or part of the P community?
0: Um, I'm part of the P community um, because I'm, I'm hard of hearing and live with disability myself. Ah. Um, and my eldest daughter, Aurora, my little ray of sunshine, is um, deaf. So I've been part of the disability community for mm, 21 years yeah. now. Um, yeah. So um, I awesome. have you know, been active in this. I've been active in this space my whole life. But mm. in terms of being part of that disability community, yeah.
1: When mm. did you have your hearing loss? Was
0: I started to lose my hearing in my late thirties? Mm. I likely always had hearing loss because Aurora and I have the same right. uh, pattern of yep. hearing loss. just at a more significant level. Mm. Um, which I just put down. You know, I'm from an Italian background. We're loud, and then. I just I went and got my hearing tested and Aurora came with me. Oh. She said, okay, mum, oh, it's not over. Beautiful get hearing girl. <laughs> yes.
1: And does so, Aurora have hearing aids or an implant? Yeah, or, yeah yep. she's
0: had hearing aids since she was a little kid. So wow. she's an exceptional young adult now. Oh. Uh, uh, 21. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Oh, awesome. yeah. My
1: husband has a severe hearing loss, so uh, we understand in our family too.
0: Oh, fantastic. Um, um, Aurora was two um, when she was diagnosed with hearing loss and um, it was a new journey for us Mm. and got hearing aids um, when she was in primary school. And um, it was funny at the time because my daughter number or child number two was in and out of hospital with lots of medical complications and I kind of, as you do, I was like, did I miss that? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. totally, Um, we understand. Yep. Um, at two, noticing Aurora standing sideways to the TV with the good ear mm. and then going, okay, there's something going on here, getting her hearing tested, and then like, yeah, she's got severe hearing loss. Mm. I was like, oh my God, I've missed that. I've been too busy focused on keeping this one alive. Of course. But this one's got a hearing loss. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Aurora was two, and I, I sadly was told to raise her as a hearing child. So we didn't start to learn Auslan until she was about 16, which I really wished I knew right. now. And, and we would have learned Auslan way back then. Yes. Where we were it, yes. You know. yeah. So many
2: opinionated people that tell us so many things. And I think I can only speak for myself, but as a person who has no study in the area of, you know, my children's diagnosis, I was like, oh, well, they must know. So... Then it takes you a while to go, hang on, hang on, I can do what works for our family. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, cause of course the child number two's, you know, shopping list of medical conditions and being in and out of that hospital environment for so long. I remember someone said to me, Are you a nurse? I'm like, No, I've just had to learn it. Yes. Like, I've never I didn't know about kidney reflux and all these oh, other I had kidney reflux as a child. You? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you learn it because it becomes your life. You live yes. in... This environment um, of medical terminology and medical life—I always say to um, Sage, his child number two—you know—I spent more time in hospital with her than I have on holidays because we lived. With yes, him. of, course, of <laughs> and course. And now amazing young adults in their own right. Yeah.
1: And so, did you already work in disability, or when did you start working in disability?
0: I, I did volunteer work with disability when I was at uni, like. A hundred years ago, when I was doing my bachelor of community welfare, but my background is in social housing and women's legal services. So oh, I worked wow. at housing uh, New South Wales
1: mm.
0: in community development and frontline work, working with um, you know people with complex housing needs. And then I was the state manager of the women's domestic violence court assistance program here in New wow. South Wales. Wow, that's um, a heavy job. Yeah, heavy job, um, which I loved, mm. as mums do. When you've mm. got a child with complex health needs, you have to go.
2: Yeah, what do I do? Yeah. Mm.
0: So, um, yeah, I had to leave my job at Legal Aid and then I got a job at the ATO. Love the ATO. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, we've all
2: interacted with the we ATO. Sure we have. We're we all have. Australians for and tax we, purposes. Yeah, aren't we, well,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. we do love them. No, I worked in a great team. It was a job at the ATO. The built the, they were literally at the top of my street. Oh, I worked in convenient. community engagement, a great team. You know, sometimes you've got to do a job to put food on the table. Oh, like, you do
2: absolutely. That is the truth. It's admirable.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just yeah. couldn't continue to. Work at that level uh, in domestic violence at a policy level with that many staff and, and manage a statewide program while trying to parent Aye. a, a child with health needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Sage got older and more resilient, and we were able to manage her situation better, um, I was able to go. Okay, I can get my career back on track. And was working um, at Screen New South Wales in policy. Um, in stakeholder engagement. And that's where I met Genevieve Clay-Smith, the co-founder of Bustop Films, ah. and got about this amazing organization. Um, and yeah. I, I came on board the bus and we I was want to hear
1: all about a... it.
2: All right. Where so can you start? Can you tell us about the beginning of bus stop films then and then we'll meander through.
0: Absolutely. So, um, Bus Stop Films was uh, started by two exceptional women, Jennifer Clay Smith and Eleanor Winkler, uh, as producer and director. And they um, created a beautiful short film called "Be My Brother," uh, which Eleanor produced and Jen directed and wrote. And they made it inclusively with young adults with intellectual disability and Down syndrome. And that film. That they just sort of started and they crafted together in a friend's lounge room way back in 2009. It won Chopfest, which at the time was the wow. biggest, you know, short film festival in the world. Mm. And Gerard O'Dwyer, the lead actor, amazing actor with Down syndrome, won Best Actor. And wow. that. Goosebumps. Goosebumps, like mm. an t- absolute turning point. And then Genevieve, because she's just a beautiful Where human. did they fund that? Did they just fund it themselves? They just funded it themselves. Oh, a bit yeah. of. And then Genevieve crafted bus stop Films um, together with Eleanor and, and she ran it as CEO voluntarily and, you know, it kind of grew from a friend's lounge room to Sydney Community College um, and they found some resources to develop a curriculum, like a full 40-week curriculum of accessible film studies and um, that was, you know, nearly 15 years ago Mm -hmm. and now um, it's grown and it's such an integral part of the ecosystem of the screen industry. Um, I came on board in 2018 when it was just in Sydney and it had just moved to the Australian Film, Television and Radio School and now we have close to 180 young adults with intellectual disability or autism learning filmmaking with us across the country. So that's eighteen classes in ten locations in seven states, which is just amazing.
1: Oh, amazing,
0: <laughs> amazing! And we partner with um, film schools, so right. the students get film school experience. So they're learning filmmaking on campus alongside other young adults doing their bachelor of screen media. I always say our participants are equally hungover. They're online shopping, <laughs> they've got troubles, just like the other students like, on the yes. campus. <laughs> they just happen to have intellectual disability or autism.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, through that program, the process is learning filmmaking, but it's also those transformational skills of confidence, um, social connection, taking direction, improved literacy, turning up on time, working in a team. Each of the classes makes a short film. So we just, oh. um, this year, we'll make 18 short films, which is an amazing piece oh. of logistics. And that's where do you it. show them. We each of the films is screened at our interview showcase events, so we'll have seven of those across the country, and then we enter the films into festivals. And literally every week, Bus Stop Films screens somewhere around the world. Oh. I think this screening in Spain on the weekend we screened in Gimpy, um, you know, <laughs> uh, and pretty amazing. And the films are beautiful; they're really high quality. They don't always show disability on screen, and that's because the story comes from the ideas that the young people want to make, hmm. and some you know, they just want to make a wrestling rock musical with an LGBTIQ theme. Yeah. Um, they want to explore, uh, you know, a kitchen drama. They're really diverse. But that that's from the ideas. They're mm-hmm. always made by people with disability, but they might not always feature disability as a storyline. That's what they want to make. Yeah. Um, and then often they get picked up for broadcasts on ABC and SBS or, you know, other channels. And where we can, we can't always afford to, but where we can, we'll often send a student to that festival to introduce the film and walk the red carpet. So on the weekend, amazing student Ashley Cool went to Gympie with her family and introduced the film there at the Heart of Gold Film Festival. Oh. And it's so amazing because that's what filmmakers do. Yes. yes. It's so brilliant. And aside from that, we really work to support participants into employment. Yeah, okay. Green industry and commercial production and um um, on TV shows, and we also um, work with the screen industry to build confidence in them in employing people with disability, um, so that they feel confident. we creating those conf- culturally safe workplaces, so mm. that's a big part of what we do as well. So, yeah,
2: so if a- someone cool. joins, um, uh, how long do they stay with? Like, is it full time? Is it?
0: Um, well, our program is a rolling program, so we've had right. participants with us the whole fifteen years, right. and. Yeah, which is really lovely because it's about that sense of community
2: and
0: that that is fantastic. And the program is weekly classes, generally on a weekend because that's when we can get space in the universities that we deliver and it's also that the tutors that we work with are amazing filmmakers in their own right and during the week they're often working on their own commercial Mm, product. Right, 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 yep. Um, And it's also, you know, I'm sure you appreciate, we work with a community that often relies on mum and dad or other forms of get to, to initiatives so yeah, yep, yep. programs and it, it's independent learning there are no assessments there's no homework we're oh, not right. an art perfect we um you know that takes the pressure off mm. which is really fantastic and it, it each year you're doing a different film project so it's like mm. a gym training your creative muscles so participants have been with us 15 years because this is a community yeah, they yeah, love yeah. filmmaking they have that friendship and that connection and that that safe community around them coming to Bus Stop Films and that's quite lovely. Mm.
1: I found out about you at the Special Olympics National Games in Launceston last year and I was like, wow, this looks incredible and um, that whole week was incredible. So it actually just changed my life a little bit being a part of that week because my daughter's an athlete. Um, Yeah, and I thought, oh, this would be fabulous Mm. For her, her friends. She's got a friend who loves hair and makeup. Oh yes, all yes. that design. Be fabulous and for them. I just thought this is the the greatest. We need mm, to find mm, out about it. Mm. So, yeah.
0: Oh, thank you. It's it's really lovely. We just we just filmed in Launceston on the weekend, and it was pretty amazing um, with our team there. That was their first film project, and it was so wonderful to be part of it. Absolutely. So, do you travel
2: around, or do you?
0: Nice. What is your role? Um, so as CEO, um, my role is around advocacy and strategic partnerships um, and finding the resources to keep the bus on the road. So mm. I do a lot of advocacy in terms of the screen industry, um, presented our work to the Disability Royal Commission, yeah. mm. spoke about the, the impact of film, TV, on mm-hmm. the lives of people with disability in terms of an advocacy piece, what we see on screen and the nuances of authenticity and dispelling myths and showcasing disability in all its forms is pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Film is the most, such a powerful medium for social change. Mm-hmm. Um, I do travel around. I, I don't produce the films. I leave that to my amazing colleague, Diana, our CEO and resident producer. I just pop up with ideas for 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 key talent, and I'm always up for the ask. <laughs> um, so on the weekend we got to work with Reese Muldoon. He's an oh, amazing Oh, yes. And yes. he was with Abby. Um And so, uh, you know, I'm always the one that's reaching out for the ask, you know, how we got to work with Miguel Mestri and Daniel McPherson, mm. um, you know, connecting into to star talent and, and really spreading the message of Bus Stop Films. Mm. And um, I'm a, I am love lobbying <laughs> Oh, wow. Good I'm on you. I'm always up for writing a letter to a politician. <laughs> are you? <laughs> Pointing out a piece of policy I think needs to change. Oh, this is um, why you have this job. What yes. So woman. So, so my, my, my bugbear or my thing I want to get changed at the moment is that job access, which is an amazing um, part of government service provision around disability employment, it can only be the services it delivers, which are brilliant, can only be unlocked if the job is for eight hours a day Eight hours over um, 13 weeks, mm. or a TV commercial that's one or two days, or a TV show shoot that
1: can't goes for
0: work. doesn't work. Oh. So that means that the whole screen industry, commercial production industry, as the employer, can't access those services. So it makes it harder for them to yeah. employ- disability but it also makes it easier for them to say oh we can't yeah
2: they've got a copy we don't
0: we can't afford it because we can't get the wage subsidy or we can't get the support to make our location accessible or the support to deliver training to our staff to make them more disability confident so i'm lobbying government uh, and i took this to the disability royal commission i've spoken to the secretary of social services and emailed and messaged and met with many politicians to say you need to change the way job access looks at work within the gig economy framework because mm. the screen industry tv commercials TV shows are so many jobs there's so many yes. they employ so many people and they can and should be employing more people of with course. disabilities you know who is behind the camera really impacts what you see on screen yes I mean, we need to make it equitable that retail hospitality yep. manufacturing administration can all access these great supports to employ people with disability, but the screen industry can't ah. because of the way how industry works. So and it's so visible. So, yeah, so visible. So that's a stroke of pen change I'm trying to get. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
2: So, do you do like um, get heaps of people to write, or is it all on you?
0: Uh, I'm encouraging others to write. Mm. Um, I've had a bit of media around it. I've uh, our Screen Producers Association is is lobbying with me as well because it will enable many. Um, producers in Australia, the the landscape, the production companies are mum and dad companies. They're Mm. small to medium businesses. Mm. They're not not all the big Mm. Disney marbles. So they love to be employing people with disability, but they are also small businesses Mm. that have budgets and overheads. And we need to make it easier for them to employ people with disability Mm, mm. um, for them as business owners, but also for the greater good. We know um, that... (laughs) Our stories don't often show people disability, or if they do, it's not always positive. Mm-mm. But there's also a great there's a labor force shortage in the screen industry for skilled employers, particularly in that post production and editing, and where sometimes, sometimes neurodiversity really fits into mm-hmm. that role. It's better equipping employers to employ people with disability and opening up employment opportunities for people with disability in the screen industry with a bit of massaging around that job access Mm. policy
1: yeah you're right
2: about someone with such a great skill in editing oh yeah oh incredible skills so when you say you know i'm going to lobby this what is this like a five-year campaign like how long does something like this take to change
0: I'm hoping I can get a change in the next two years. Okay. Um, for me, you know, there's a review of the DES system, Disability Employment System, happening at the moment, and the current framework ends in 2025. Right. And really I think it, it it's time that um, we look at what does employment look like in 2023. When Job Access was launched in 2006, the screen industry wasn't considered as a place for employment for people with disability by job access. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't actually considered a place for employment for people with disability by the sector. So the sector mm-hmm. wasn't thinking about it
2: either. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: For me, if time to that review of the DES system, the disability employment system, we could look at what does work look like in 2023 and COVID's changed things and work from home and the gig economy and freelance and independence, also self-employment for people with disability, that we look at me- different measures of success mm. of what a job, having a job means. And in the screen industry, it's really about a consistent pipeline of work rather than a constant pipeline of work. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. that don't have disability generally don't work Monday to Friday, nine to five as a camera operator. That's not helpful. Yeah, got it, so yeah. out for projects, do their project and then crew down. Which
1: probably mm. suits some people with disabilities, their fatigue, all of that sort of stuff.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: So um so um can the can we do anything? Can we write? Yeah. Can we like send Our us yes. l- send Love us links and keep us posted because yeah. we will constantly update?
0: <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I think um in terms of lobbying, it would be just to raise it with Amanda Richworth who's the minister' mm-hmm. in your orbit, um, Department of Social Services um that it is it's it's unfair mm-hmm. and what's really going to move the needle on dis- on attitudes to disability from, from the wider community is being able to see disability we're creatures of comfort yep. we're all these things these phones yeah yeah, yeah. Some content yeah see more people with disability employed you know it really is so powerful. And for that equity of all industries to be able to employ people with disability and also have support, mm. I think it's it's really fair. For me, I think that would be amazing. It's not going to solve everything. It's just going to create a level playing field for employers. Yeah, and of I-
1: course. No, nothing
2: solves everything.
1: So you're you're a parent or you're a young adult with a disability and you're thinking, how do I access Bus Stop Films? What are some of the things we have to do to get involved?
0: How do oh, I? Ab- absolutely. So Bus Stop Films, we will open enrolments for our program um, shortly, so the end of the year in October um, for 2024. Um, they can go on the wait list so that we'll let them know when enrolment's open. When enrolment's open, we always have a one-to-one Interview uh, with the participant to make sure they're right for the program and the program is right for them, um, and just to ensure that they're aware of what it entails. And then um, programs kicks off in February every year across the country. So next year will be uh, twenty one locations, oh. including we will add Gold Coast, Coffs Harbour, and Southern Sydney That's to amazing. our. That's amazing. I know, pretty exciting. Um, and then the following year in twenty twenty. Five will add Cairns, Darwin and Hobart oh, to the mix. How, brilliant. How
2: do you fund this? Yeah, this
1: it's a pretty amazing well, program. do people pay for the course? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Ah. So um, they, there is fees associated. Um, they can use, p- participants can use their NDIS oh, yes. the program. Mm. Um, that's our Accessible Film Studies program and that's aimed at people that have mild to moderate intellectual disability or autism Our bus stop employment service is open to anyone with disability, deaf, disabled, neurodivergent, seeking work in the screen industry, and they can join that at any time. Right. that's about you know getting their CV up to date, their interview skills ready, unpacking how does the screen industry work? you know do you need an ABN? how do you invoice mm, mm, mm. how do you network uh, and looking at really specific skills that could be de- you know determined by their interest you know is it hair and makeup, is it camera, is it sound is it post-production and editing and you know l- getting them great opportunities in the last Six months we've worked with participants working on TV commercials for major brands, we've got participants working on Neighbours, participants working in feature films, and we're really clued in to the screen industry. Awesome. Um, And we're not a DES, a DES provider, um, but what we can do is through our networks connect participants into employment Mm. opportunities um, through our great relationships with production companies and we have staff across the country supporting uh, our bus stop employment and it's really amazing to see um, the photos come back through you know we had a participant working on a, a tv commercial for optus and apple this last week um, and that was really great to see them you know hair and makeup Aww. Other participants, you know, working um with the camera team on neighbours, like amazing opportunities. Mm. It's just really brilliant. So and friendships
1: and meeting new people and all that sort of stuff. A place oh, to belong.
0: We've had our first bus stop engagement this year. Oh. <laughs> this <That sounds laughs> is like really special. great. One of our beautiful. long-term students, Joni and her partner, oh, Seamus. That's it's the just best. really lovely. So oh. great friendships, great connections. Yes. And that's why participants come back year in, year out, and we've got great staff as well. Awesome wedding um, video. Oh, I'll yeah, have. you have the best. <laughs> I know, it better be. It better be. It's just really lovely mm. being on set on the weekend and watching the students work shoulder-to-shoulder, mentee-mentee relationship mm. with industry professionals, you know, giving notes to extras on acting mm. or setting up frames with the camera team. They're so skilled. Mm. And then speaking to parents, I spoke to a parent um on the weekend and they just said, Thank you so much. This program has changed my son's of life. Of course. You know, when you find your tribe, yes, you yep. find something you love. Yep. And it is So important to have a reason to get out of bed in the morning, a community where you feel welcomed Mm. and do something you really enjoy. Not every one of the students will work in the screen industry. Mm. No. They will take something from the program that will enhance another part of their life and whether that's having a friendship, travelling independent to class, getting a job somewhere else but taking those skills around, Mm. turning up on time, taking direction or just being really proud of something that you make creatively and There's something in it for everyone. And it is so lovely. I do I cry a lot because I, I, I just bet get you do. World. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I think
1: movies and TV shows are a way that I know, especially for my daughter with cerebral palsy and an intellectual disability, she can get into Marvel. We watched every Marvel movie in lockdowns with <laughs> her sister and her dad. And that was something they could do together and to belong and wear Mm. all her, you know, Groot T-shirts and all that (laughs) stuff. And then when we go out, people go, oh, I love Groot or I love Marvel or Spider-Man or Star Wars and all those sort of things that uh, have all those cult followings Mm. are so important to our community because it's something they can join in with pretty easily.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of the participants are total cinephiles. They know what... Type of lens that George Lucas shot Star Wars. <laughs> yes, I, yes, they just know so much information, and others just love the art of filmmaking or the 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 connection or the creativity. You know, some of the participants look really just want to wear. Uh, Be in costuming or that creative set design Mm. or hair and makeup, Mm. or have the clipboard of power and be the assistant director. (laughs) Of course. That's
2: what I want. I want the clipboard of power. The clipboard of power.
0: (laughs) Telling everyone where they need to be, (laughs) on what time, and keeping that set running. Yes. It's amazing to see people the students shine when they come into their own and they found something they really enjoy and often um, you know we might be like oh no I really want to do camera I'm not going to do hair and makeup and we rotate and then they try hair and makeup and go oh, that was so much fun I didn't know I would enjoy that so yeah. really brilliant process um to be part of and then when we see the films in the showcase events and the screening around the world it's just like Oh, so exciting to be part of it. I feel
1: like the world's your oyster, like we're ready. well yep. overdue. You know, the Absolutely. movie champions that came out and we watched it together with our Special Olympics athletes, all basketballers, athlete, um athletics, swimmers, and that whole sitting in that audience with all people with intellectual disabilities watching a movie made for them. It was just magic.
0: Yeah, it's it's a game changer. When you can see your community on screen, mm-hmm. coming from you here in the Shire today, and I remember it distinctly uh, in Year 3 when Puberty Blues came out, oh, yeah. and I was like, I know where that is. Yes. That is. Just this moment that, oh, my gosh, they can actually make movies about your community and where yes. you come from. It's just like a wow thing, and I and I, you know, uh, my daughter Aurora is now twenty one, and when she was younger, I had no deaf content to show her. It was Mm. Children of the Lesser God. Love Marley; she is the queen. Yes, but like a little kid, that's not a film for you. No. And it was just such a lovely moment when we watched Coda together because we see our, uh, you know, deaf culture, family. Yeah, family. You know, it's it is a really defining moment. Um, it is. when you can connect with your your culture and your community, my mum's um, family is Italian, and um, I love seeing the Italian culture on screen and and watching watching movies. And yeah, it's so it's such a big connection when you can see the community that you represent yes. on the screen. Yes.
2: Oh yeah, such a huge thing. I know my dad has passed away now, but he was Irish. And so the Irish Film Festival would come, or you know, Dairy Girls. I'm obsessed with, and it's like they're the voices of my cousins, and yes. this is the stories that I've heard my whole life, but I'm removed from in Australia, and um, it's just so important. And I get really emotional about it. Just yeah, representation matters.
0: Oh yeah, it, it's it so does. It so makes a huge difference to how we feel about ourselves and. Mm-hmm. Um, that connection of seeing ourselves represented in advertising or in um, news stories or in broadcast and done it, it, it done in a respectful, uh, yeah, authentic way. Yep. Yeah. Yep,
2: yep. Yep. So you
1: said there's more places opening up, but is there bigger dreams for bus stop films?
0: Oh, absolutely! I want more domination. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She says with a maniacal smile. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the clipboard of power. <laughs> the clipboard of power. No, I leave that bit to the filmmakers. We are in late development of our first ever feature film, which mm-hmm. we hope to make next year, um, and that will include um, a fully inclusively made long form film. We've cast the beautiful um, young actress actor Olivia Hagrota, who attends our Brisbane program, yep. in that lead role in the feature film Baby Cat, which is really exciting. And I would love to take the bus to Hollywood. Our plan oh, is yes. to take it to LA to showcase what we're doing over here in Australia in terms of inclusive filmmaking. Hollywood is is the home of the screen industry. And oh, next wow. year, the Oscars will be uh, inclusive for the first time. So to be eligible for Best Picture, the production had to have met some uh, a lot of criteria ah. about inclusion, um, which is really exciting. So we want to head over there. So we're we're gathering resources as much as we can yeah. at the moment. After. Yeah, yeah. Can you keep coming back year after year? Yes, of course you can. And it is a great post school option. Yeah, and some students have you stepping stone to to tafe to do entertainment studies and some have gone on to university and we've had some people come the other way that have tried university and tafe it's not for them they come to bus stop and because we don't have exams we don't have assessments that just that pressure is taken off yeah and and that's okay and it is um you know we're so recognized now that um Participants can use that as a great stepping stone to employment, and the fact that they can come back in year in year yeah, out—that's
1: really you're nice.
0: You're ready, and you've done it enough times. Awesome. If you want to keep coming back, and there's that sense of community and connection, that's okay. That's something
1: be- so incredible to know because I think when you think we're leaving a school, okay, we're losing that community. Mm. We're yeah. very nervous about where to go next, but that we don't actually have to leave because, you mm, know, we have mm. to leave hospital at 18. Yep. We have to leave school to leave at 18. And then, yeah, leave or a pediatrician. OT, yeah. Everything. Mm. So to know that there is a future that you don't actually have to leave, mm. I, I don't know if people know that.
0: It is it is really lovely. And it is, you know, Jared um, and Audrey, a few of our participants have been on board with us for, for the long haul. We are developing at the moment uh, a an initiative called Places, which will be like an alumni program. Ah, oh, great. All those participants that have done the program 15 years or just, you know, they're at a skill level or a capacity well it's just a little bit higher than our regular sure. program but not quite ready for TAFE or university or that's not going to meet their needs but gives them what do they come to bus stop for. It's around mm. that, you know, professional filmmaking experience, the leadership side of things that... um that creativity, that social connection, and the employment things—that's what they come for. But we just want to, and we're working with some of our long-term participants to co-design that at the moment. So it's really going to be led from them mm. and make to be able to craft a, an alumni program that is just on a, a bit of a higher level because um, there'll be some participants for whom our accessible film studies program will continue to provide a really brilliant experience. Our oldest participant is fifty, oh. and while she's been doing the program. For a number of years yes. and it really about that sense of community and it's not like they're you know the same thing every day every yeah day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the film project is different one year of you're doing year you're doing comedy then you're doing a drama uh-huh. so they're learning different skills and they're doing it with, within an environment where they feel uh-huh. safe and secure and welcome oh
1: yeah uh-huh. and meeting new people constantly yep yep yeah that's yeah. so yeah, awesome it. oh brilliant We could keep talking to you all day. (laughs) Is there anything that we've missed that you want to tell the world?
0: I just think watch a bus stop film's film. Mm. There's a lot you can watch on ABC or SBS or um, even on our socials. Mm. Um, Consider... Uh, if you're a filmmaker, consider casting authentically, mm, mm. storytelling. And for people with disability, you know, the screen industry is very exclusive. Someone once described it to me as it's like Wagyu beef. It's expensive for a reason, so only a certain <laughs> amount of people can afford it. Yeah. Just a horrible analogy. Mm. But it really is an industry that has so many jobs and there's a job for ev- or for anyone. Mm. Um, and many of us would not consider working. I never thought I would work in film and TV. no. 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 From the world that I grew up in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it is an industry that employs a lot of people, and it's not just a glitz and glam of Hollywood um, on screen. There is, it's a legitimate pathway to employment, mm. and it's fun, engaging pathway to employment as well. So yeah, get on board the bus. Ah, <laughs> oh,
1: thank you, Tracy thank Taco you. OAM. <laughs>
0: Dame TCM. Dame <laughs> TCM. <laughs> Dame Taco. Yeah, oh, very, it's amazing you. that kids are such levelers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, that yeah. is what they were born to do, to level. <laughs> you get nothing. No. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank we
1: you, learned a lot. Yeah, I know our really listeners cool. are going to love this episode. And um, let's you. hope your um, numbers explode in people, you know, coming to find mm. out about... Bus Stop Films and get the bus to Hollywood. Yep, and get that lobbying chain. Yeah.
2: Awesome.
0: It's been great.
1: Yes, thank Thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much. I really
0: appreciate it, Mandy and Kate. Uh, It was lovely to chat to you. Oh, thank Thank you. you.